This is Vanessa. And Vanessa. And, and this, this is Shit on the, on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. But we are opinion-based, so make sure you take everything we say with a grain of salt. And you can find our merch on shitonthetable.com. And you can, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. It's, you know, the last like several episodes that we've been doing have been very late at night. <laughs> so we're very tired <laughs> after very long days. Long, yeah. Some long, terrible days for others and long days for others and vice versa. So, yeah. Um, I think this episode comes out, what did we say? Right after Christmas? No. Yeah, right? You just said the 19th. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, right before Christmas. And then... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right before Christmas. And then our next episode that's recorded in December comes out in the new year. That's right. That's right. That's right. I don't know. I've got like that mommy brain like really fucking bad these days. Yeah. And my brain's just in shambles. <clears throat> Mine's in shambles too. But like here's a little holiday recap. I don't know. Yeah, but like let's go but before we do recap, let's do like let's just go over. I know you said you haven't worked in a couple weeks. I've worked. Um I've been doing my thing. <laughs> and I just started my cycle because like I'm off one Wednesday a month and then work for three weeks. And so like I'm like now back into it. Um nothing's really happened. It's been my clients have been great. Um I'm still doing that. Oh, so like my client that I do, my Bashan lady, her community um, has like, you can't work in the community past six o'clock. And so I had asked her to um, let me know, like if there was an end time, like that they shut down the community to workers. And she's like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, okay. And then I get told at the gate that I have to be out by like six. And I'm like, well, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> like it takes me like four hours. Like I'm there for four hours. Yeah. And so I'm like freaking out, you know, like, oh my God, like this Thursday schedule is not going to work. And like, what am I going to do? And well, like once you're in the community, like they can't actually like just kick you out. Yeah, so that's what she was saying. She's like, look, it's fine. Just we're going to keep doing it until they say something. Like, but I highly doubt they're going to say anything. She's like, Because when you were on maternity leave, the other groomer was there till the same time, like almost 8 o'clock. Yeah. And they never once said anything. And I was like, okay, like as long as you're sure, I'm cool and we'll just keep going. And she's like, yeah, I'm good. And... So I was stressed out a little bit, but we're just going to keep on keeping on with that Thursday and 
see what happens. Um, Harvey's pretty much done with his his extracurricular activities this coming year, right? Like no. in the beginning of the year? No? In February. That's the beginning of the year. Well, you said this year, and that's why I was no, no, I meant like this coming year, yeah. Yeah, in February. But that doesn't mean that he'll be done with his clinicals. So we're behind with he is behind in clinicals. So if he's not done with his clinicals by February, we have to pay for an extension because he cannot graduate until he is finished with his clinicals. Yeah. So there's like, we, he just has to keep doing what he's doing and try and get it all done. Be really stringent on doing his clinicals on his clinical days. And so, and then in January, he's, it's going to get even worse because we don't want to extend because one, that costs money. And two, we just want him to be done with school. Yeah. And um, so he's going to be doing super late nights until he's done with clinicals. Yeah. So like when he, when he's done, are you going to like start doing more business wise? Like, are you going to open it up and like take in more clients again? Or are you just going to stick? to this schedule for like another couple years stick to this schedule um because we want to have the only way i can take more work days or take on more work days is by working his days off one we don't know what that's going to look like because he's yeah. staying at umc and then two if he does stay at umc his shift is going to change because he's no longer the fuck i don't know (laughs) the dogs heard a noise and i heard a noise like it was coming from like one of the sliding doors and i made sure like they're all locked but they like fucking just dipped out on me (laughs) your dogs yeah (laughs) they ran away like peace out you're about to die (laughs) like (laughs) So that's when you knew all shit hit the fan. Exactly. They're in the other room now. You have no protection. No protection. They're assholes. Yeah. Um, but we don't know. So he's going to go from being a surge tech to a first assist, which is kind of, it's technically like a different department, Uh huh. even though it's like still in the OR. So that means a new shift. So we don't know what that shift is going to look like. And then he doesn't know if he's going to stay at UMC. He might go to a different hospital or wherever. And so we yeah. don't know what that's going to look like. So I don't, I can't really take on days. So take on new days. So it's just going to be the two days essentially for a while. I don't know how well, long. You're not doing the two days full time though. You're doing the two days every two weeks in the one day a week, right? No, I do two days every week, except for one, like one week out of the month. Oh, okay. 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 I didn't, I forgot that the Bichon lady wants it every week, right? Yeah. Well, she prefers every like 10 days, but I can't give her every 10 days. It just doesn't work. Yeah. So, um, I told her she either has to do the 14 or the seven. 
Yeah, essentially. So she chose to do weekly and so which works more for my paycheck. (laughs) 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 Which is great. Um but yeah, so and we don't know a hundred percent if we're homeschooling or gonna do school, like go to an actual school. So Yeah, but that's like five years from now or four four and a half. Yeah. That's not that long. That's not that it's, far away. It's, it's not, but like you can get a little bit more work done. Um, not a lot, obviously, but a little bit more work done. Like it's just it's always a gradual thing. Like I already you know me. Like it was a gradual thing to work up to more days, more hours, because like, I don't know about like a lot of places in the United States, but like here in this city, it is impossible to find affordable daycare, you know, and it's very hard to trust. Yeah. It's very hard to trust any institution or even home daycares out here because, you know, this town's a little crazy guys. (laughs) Well, no, like it really is because remember our old friend, she went to school and became a she did something with hospitals where she like typed up the charts and stuff like that i don't Mm -hmm. know harvey's mom does it too but i can't remember the name of it but anyways she went to school for that and like got her certificate and everything and and then put her son in daycare so she couldn't work and her son kept coming home with bruises and then i think the last straw was when he came home with very prominent bite marks and like two of them, I believe on his body and they didn't know where, like when it happened. And so she's like, so you're not fucking watching your kids. Like what the fuck? And exactly. So she pulled him out and had to stop working because it's scary. So, yeah. And it's hard to afford places that like, are just not good for our kids anyway. It's hard to afford it in the first place. It is. So, and I know the program that she was in, what she was getting paid was nothing. So she was just doing it just to, you know, get back on the work field and force. Yeah. But it was just like, she couldn't do it. She couldn't do it because her kid was getting all fucked up. Yeah. And even if it was a nice place and like they did watch the kids, it's an easy $3,000 for like two kids. You know, so... Oh, oh, sweetie. It's so much more. It is so much more. Oh, my God. It depends on which location you're going to. Yeah. And then it also depends on if you want them to feed your kids. Yeah. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And then it's also like hours. Like, okay, you work eight hours, right? You work eight hours. But like, they're only, you can only get so many hours. It's so ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I, it's, I don't know how single moms do it or single parents do it, you know, cause you have to have that help. And like, just like on the financial aspect of it, like that's, that's rough. And yeah. I think I, that's a lot of the reasons why I do see a lot of grooming parents. They do just take their kid to work with them. Yeah it's easier that way either you know because they have a great facility that allows them to take their kids to work or they start up their own business so that their kids can come with them exactly that's hard that is hard like having your kid with you but it's almost safer even if there's like a bunch of wild beasts running around 
It's For sure. almost just slightly safer because yeah. you can keep an eye on them. But yeah. Yeah. Props. Props yep. single parents out there because they're just out there. Like I Did do it get- kind of part-time, you know what I mean? I'm kind of like a part-time single parent a lot of the time, but I still have like someone to come and help me. And then it's not even forever. It's just until he's done. And that's hard. But I also don't take them to work with me because I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> oh, your kids are too nuts for that. <laughs> they're too, like, they're too, like, explorative. They like to explore. Yes. And they're not bad. They're just, like, they're babies, so they want to get into stuff. Oh, yeah. Hazel would eat every piece of hair that fell on the floor. Toenails. Well, at least you know it's clean. Oh, well, the toenails, I don't know about that one. No, she would eat anything and everything that she could pick up because that's like I don't get it I don't know that's her thing but yeah so (laughs) I'm working still doing my thing nothing's really changed I haven't had like too crazy of a week it's kind of normal yeah I keep seeing like people mention like they're I mean, it's always, it always depends on like what post I'm looking at. It's either like super ridiculously busy or like people are like, wow, it's kind of like slower this year than it is. Well, of course, everything's super expensive and people are just like not going to spend, they're not going to care about their dogs this Christmas. They're not going to splurge, you know, they're not going to do it. But um, it's, it's not picking up for me because like I have all these fucking treatments Okay. So like I got, um, I'm doing hyperbaric oxygen treatment now. So that like takes two hours out of my day and I only work two to three days a week anyway. And so, you know, my at home clients are pretty chill, whatever they come whenever. And, but yeah, it's been kind of impossible to work, but the last time I worked right was, um, I had this dog who I hadn't seen in a year and this is such a, fucked up story but it's like not I hadn't seen this dog in a whole year right and the last time I saw him I shaved him completely down he was uh, a 12 month old lost opso puppy that I had been doing since he was really young and you ever like see those parents that just like do everything textbook she always wanted a loss of opso she knew loss of opsos were problematic dogs So she like got genetic testing. She got it from a reputable breeder, you know, and she didn't want the dog to be like a a breeding dog or a show dog or anything like that. She wanted it to be her dog. So the dog was neutered when it was, when it was scheduled to be neutered. Um, He did training, all of his puppy training. She brought him in right when she could to get him groomed. And I groomed him. I did his first couple of grooms and I did his big boy haircut and he was fine. He was a, you know, a puppy, a little loss of puppy. So like he had his demon moments, right? They're so cute though. When they're angry, like so loss of puppies, cute. when they're trying to eat the shit out of you, it's like ah. adorable. I know. I can't take them seriously. Puppy teeth. No, you can't. You cannot take them. And, like they get these like angry demon eyes. 
And like they're serious. They're like, I'm gonna fucking take your finger. Ah, 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 ah. It's like a little like oh fraggle rock puppet, just like yeah. it's just like going. <laughs> but it's not and like it's not serious. It's like in slow motion and then but the hair is just everywhere. And the teeth are like ah, and the eyes mm-hmm. bug out. It's he's cute. His name is Cassian, right? And he's a very he was a very sweet dog. So the last time I saw him, he was 12 months old and he had been showing some signs of typical Los Opso behavior, but mom wanted to get on top of it. So she already did the puppy training, all of everything. She's done everything right. Socialization, everything. So when she saw that there was some behavioral issues popping up, she wanted to nip it in the bud because he's starting to get into his adolescent um, teenage uh, stage. And she just wanted it to like have, things that need to get done. And she was getting busier at work. So she knew she couldn't dedicate the time. So I shaved him completely down because he was going to go to one of those board no. train facilities. No. Yep. No. So, no. So no, I didn't, th- I didn't think it was a good idea, but she was like, and she's like, I really, you know, didn't want to do it, but I just want to get a, a grasp on things first. And it's getting so busy at work that I can't, like she I guess she had a project I don't know what she does but like she has projects so she had a project that it was just like she couldn't be there for him in this crucial moments that that she needed him so she was like I'm gonna send him to the facility um they don't bathe him the whole time he's there (laughs) and I'm like ew gross so she's like can you just shave him down because she takes immaculate care he was like never had a mat she brushes him every day and he had that silky loss of hair, beautiful, gorgeous dog. And she's like, I just need you to shave him all the way down. Cause he's going to be gone and they're not going to give him a bath. They're not going to groom him, blah, 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 blah. So, well, you know, as history shows when he left, I left <laughs> and I was gone for a very long time. And she just found out recently that I had come back part time and she had gone to a couple other groomers Um, and, and she was super excited for, for me to come back. So we had like a, you know, a reintroduction and a little heart to heart with Cassian and he was like super skittish. And, um, so while I was gone, he went to a boarding facility training. He got bit he got attacked by a huge dog. Yes. So obviously that didn't go very well. The so then never fucking do they withhold food, they abuse dogs. And I'm obviously not speaking for every single facility, but I had a client whose chihuahua went to do that. A little tiny chihuahua. And as soon as she said, well, she just got back from a boarding facility. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. And yeah. she's like, and she's now even more skittish. She yep. lost a shit ton of weight. She was like, you could see her ribs and you know, she was a tiny, like like raisin size, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit smaller. Like I'm like, these places are not good. Like, no, they're not good. Yeah. Why no. are you sending your dog away? Like these aren't, well, she didn't know. Like she didn't know. And I just I was like, Oh, okay. Like I was like, Oh, I, and you know, I started, I didn't, I, you can't argue with a client. Well, I mean, you can, I, but like, like I, I don't. Think- said right away no you shouldn't do that (laughs) i basically just like put it in nice terms like i just started asking questions like hey and again i've been out of the training scene for a very long time 
I don't know if those training facilities have gone any better or like there's different standards now. I don't know. So I just was kind of like asking one of those questions, like kind of like, you know, where they're like poking at you, like, are you making the right decision? Well, anyway, she didn't. And it wasn't because the mom didn't, the mom is just trying to do the best she can. If you were to take a shithead Lhasa and be like, okay, you know, everything that she did, she was meticulous about everything. And so she was just doing right by the dog. The dog got attacked. So he came back all fucked up. Yeah. Now he's Um, even worse off. And he was, he was so bad. So then she had to go to uh, the vet, the vet had to recommend a behavioralist. They went to a behavioralist for a little while. And then uh, I guess they tried group classes after the behavioralist, like a doggy therapist. They tried group classes. He got attacked again. And this time it was like really bad. Like he got attacked by two big dogs. So he's already like now no big dogs. He can't be around big dogs. He's terrified. He's reactive. It's not happening. So group classes was a no-go. So now she works with a one-on-one trainer and the trainer is like working with like doing private lessons, group, not group lessons, but like private lessons with him and the dog and then him, mom and the dog. So like they just do a little bit of therapy here and there. So I guess that's going well. She had gone to two other groomers and she said the last groomer before me was like not forthcoming, even though she's like, I need you to tell me anything that my dog does wrong. We're trying to rehab everything. He's been fussy for his feet. Like you can grab this dog's feet. It's so weird. Cause I've never met a Lhasa. They're usually really okay. protective over their feet. And it's, and it's his front feet, like every other Lhasa that he gets a little crazy about. But like, if you're not in a grooming setting, you can grab his feet. You can play with his toes. You can brush him. He's fine with you brushing his feet and all this other fun stuff. But the moment you like, he's on the table, you start going for those feet. He goes, (laughs) he goes crazy because he knows. Um, But outside, that's why mom is always confused, was confused when the dog started getting a little nippy. And then she was like, Hey, I need you to tell me anything that the dog does good or bad or anything I need to know. And the groomer never told anything. So she was warning me. She's like, I'm pretty sure he bites. Um, I don't know because the last groomer wasn't very forthcoming and she never told me anything, but I'm pretty sure, you know, he was an asshole. So I'm just letting you know, the groomer before the, the other groomer nicked him and she, the, the groomer did say, hey, I nicked your dog. Cut between the paw pads. Oh. Okay. With scissors. So I'm like, oh, dang, that sucks. And so, like, and it's the front feet. So, of course, you know, like. This poor dog is not having, like, its best life right now. No, he's not. He's not. He's having the hardest time. And the, the mom is, like, totally understandable. Like, she's like, I know these were all accidents. I'm pretty sure she should have been more pissed about like the training sessions. Um, because you know, she definitely should have sued that facility. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of times those facilities put in like clauses in their like contracts that you can't sue them no matter what. Um, but yeah, no, contact a lawyer. Cause like, what's the likelihood of that? Like holding up? Probably not likely, but also like civil court is also a pain in the ass and it costs more money than you would 
actually be getting back. You're not, you're not suing a corporation. You're suing essentially a small business. Unless they're funneling money, you're not going to get much out of it. Well, you don't know if it's a small business. Like those things are sometimes corporations, like maybe not huge corporations, but they might be like, like a sit on sit kind of sit sit me yeah. sit kind of situation uh-huh. maybe um from what she explained it's kind of like a kennel in the woods kind of situation so i don't think so i think it's just like somebody saying that they're a dog trainer and she's sending her dog and anyway the dog's been like the first year was fine when his his teenage year this past year for him has been shit and the mom has done everything right by this dog she found like a grass seed in the dog and then she went straight to the vet to get x-rays to make sure it didn't get into its paw pads. Like this is how much, how attentive the mom is to this dog. Like all throughout puppyhood, she was always on top of everything. The dog came in like the first couple times every week just to get a little training. in. so like she wanted the best life for this dog and the world just shitted on her. Yeah, shit on the dog, really. Poor dog. So the dog is a complete asshole. I got a beautiful haircut. He's a beautiful Lasso. He is stunning. And so his haircut, no matter how out of practice I am and how bad of an asshole he is, and it's only for his front feet, um, he's still such a pretty dog. And he started warming up to me and I guess he doesn't like people anymore. And she's like, well, he must remember you from like previous times where he wasn't like <laughs> being tormented. And I'm like, that's not how it works. All the dogs are supposed to hate me. Cause I throw water at them, you know? Yeah. But that was like my wholesome story. Like this dog remembered me after a year and I was comforting, comforting for the dog. He still tried to bite me when I did his toenails, but I just put a cone on him. He was fine. <laughs> and um poor dog yeah like what's i'm curious as to what's next for this dog what's in store <laughs> well he works with a trainer now and it's just like one trainer and i think mom is kind of like burnt out she looked she looked much her attitude towards everything was a little burnt out you know for sure. You can't you can't do everything right and not be a little disheartened because nothing goes right for you. You yeah. know? Yeah. So there's that. So that was like the cute little story. Um well, her wine literally just became her dog. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She wanted she wanted a dog to be her companion. She wanted she really she's like our age, she doesn't have any kids. She wanted a dog to be like in her life, like her baby, her companion, you know? And so she wanted her life to be around the dog, but it like, she wanted it to be positive. <laughs> positive. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think in this capacity, like I yeah. feel like she's a little bit more than a companion and more of the role of like a caretaker. But like, of course we're our animals caretakers, but like this is just like on a different level of caretaking. Yeah, this Maybe. isn't rehabbing when they're old. This isn't like you rescued the dog and you know there's going to be rehab. Yeah. This is like every month some bullshit happens that <laughs> the dog has to get therapy for. Yeah, yeah. Like she's now working with a trauma victim. <laughs> yep. So that was that, and then like I have a couple dogs. The, like right before Christmas and that's really it. 
And you at your at the salon or just at home? Both. I have both. I have um I have a couple dogs coming into my house, but they're the same dogs. They're the dogs that can't get vaccinated, old or like just the clients I've always done. Yeah. Um but and then I have um the regular clients at the salon. But well, do we want to take a quick babies need booby? No. Oh. No, no. I, there should be a sleep by now. They uh, don't do a, a night feed really anymore. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I was going to say, do we want to take a quick look at our at our year? It's been a nightmare. I have had a nightmare. <laughs> a nightmare wrapped in another nightmare. And it's just like, oh, it's it still hasn't ended. So I'm still going to go into 2023 with some more bullshit, uh, but whatever. Is this your fifth session yet? Um, I just, I just wrapped up my second, seventh session. So with hyperbaric oxygen therapy, I'm in this tube and it's a really weird. Um, and it's 35 sessions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he said so, you might not see anything until past the fifth, right? No, no, no. Um, the 15th. Oh, Outward, the 15th. Yes. Outwardly, you won't see anything till the 15th session. Okay. I've, ar- I've already noticed some things, and it's the weirdest things. And it is, um, after my third session, I had the best sleep ever, right? That was cool. The next day, I did not. So my body was like, fuck you. Okay. Yeah. One night of good sleep. Next night, it was insomnia. But I also, my vision has changed almost overnight. And I have an astigmatism. So I have been rocking it without glasses, but like my right eye doesn't have an astigmatism. So my right eye, my vision in my right eye has improved so much. Like I can see the tops of fucking mountains right now. Like eagle eye for sure. My left eye is still all, you know, tizzied out, but it's, it's really weird. Like my vision, how crisp has got it, it has gotten. So, um, is this going to be a temporary reaction though? And then it'll kind of just go away slowly. It's, it's one of those kind of things where, um, it's one of those kind of things where it's like, you're not getting a new anything. You're not getting anything new. Um, so you're just kind of improving circulation and blood flow and you're killing bacteria in your system, in your body. So, Essentially, it's supposed to cut down inflammation in your body. Everything is temporary because once the therapy's over, it and you know the the thing is those the therapy may last for a long time. So I may feel improvement for years. I may feel improvement for weeks. I may have permanent improvement. I may have actually um, permanent changes to things that are not necessarily improvements. You know what I mean? So um, it's kind of just a gamble. It's kind of just a gamble. So would it, anything that you do has risks and I'm going into a chamber with 100% oxygen. So, um, you run the risk of being, uh, you know, toxified by the oxygen. So anything that you do that's at a hundred percent is going to toxic, like is, is risky. That's just, it is what it is. 
but the risks out or the benefits outweigh the risks. And it does have a little bit of long-term benefit for those who have the PG that I have. So, um, so just so people know kind of like what it looks like, this chamber that you're in, you described it as the chamber from the fifth element. Yeah. But like, it, it, like, okay. So if you've ever seen fifth element where they're like reanimating, like the piece of the alien and it turns into like this hot skinny bitch, we'll picture a big bitch in a tube and that would be me. That would be me. <laughs> um, and I go down to atmosphere. So like I'm, di- it's called a dive. So like, how was your dive? That's what all the nurses kept saying. I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? I was thinking when they said atmosphere, like I'm going into space. So I'm thinking like, how was the like trip, you know? But no, it's like, they kept saying, how was your dive? And so now I'm getting like the references because I'm going down two atmospheres and or I'm only going down one atmosphere sorry one and sometimes a quarter atmosphere so I'm only diving like I don't even know like to where you get like one good full ear pop I guess I don't know so yeah (laughs) so I'm in a pressurized chamber that's 100% oxygen oh and then I ordered a whole bunch of special underwear right because the guy Yes, because you Are cannot you hoping wear that Bruce Willis is going to come in and give you a little thing thing too. So you got yourself some fucking No, I, I'm, a, I'm a nope, nope. Give me Mila all the way. Mila, I'm good with Mila. Um, no. Uh, sh- okay, so like the guy was like, oh, you can only wear 100% cotton underwear. So I'm thinking, okay, 100% cotton. And he was like, just because synthetics can spontaneously combust, right? Because you don't want to be. Right. And I was like, okay, all right, I got you. So then I'm thinking, and I'm like, cotton's flammable too. I don't know what they're talking about, but I guess it's not as flammable as some other synthetic. So that's why they want you to wear cotton underwear. So then I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get these because it's cold sometimes in that fucking chamber. So, and you're only wearing like, you're not wearing anything. So I was like, okay. And you have these specialized sheets, but they don't do much. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get these special cotton underwear. So I go to this website that has 100% cotton because the guy was like 100% cotton. I'm like, okay, yeah, no problem. I will do that. And I need new underwear anyway. So I got these, like, they're not like little chonies. They're like briefs. Yeah. With no elastic. They're like drawstring briefs, right? So I was like, okay, cool. These are going to be great. And I was like, well, maybe I can get the tank top and be a little bit more insulated. So then I was like, hey, I got this tank top and I got these 100% cotton, you know, because my feet get cold. <laughs> I got these. Ones. They're like, you can't wear that much clothes. And I'm like, but I'm under a blanket. And like, they're like, it's specially made. And I'm like, why? Why can't you said cotton's fine? And they're like, because you're wearing chonies. And it's so little of fabric that, you know, it's not going to build that much static. We're just trying to prevent any sparkage. And I'm like, ugh. So now I have, and this shit was expensive too, because organic cotton by itself is really expensive. Not cheap at all. So I got a whole bunch of fucking underwear I got to return. Or you can just keep it. No, I don't. Why? Because it's cute. It's comfortable. It was $75. 
For how many? Like just a set or? Uh, uh, sorry, it was $98 for two underwears. Two underwears, one tank top, and two pairs of socks. Oh my God. You tell me to keep that then. No, never mind. Return it. Exactly. Back in a bag. Exactly. Ugh. That sucks. You're in there like comfy with your little fluffy socks. No, can't have it. Can't. Don't. I, I knew the math wasn't mathing in the beginning, but he made it sound like, oh, I was wrong. And I was like, okay, well, then maybe I can get away with this. And they're like, nope. Well, he did say only underwear. No, they did say that. And then they're like, oh, well, they have specialized. I don't know. The guy was like, okay, so like, this is like a career change maybe in the future, but like hyperbaric oxygen therapy technician, because all you do is sit there and just make sure somebody doesn't burst into flames or die in a tube. It's great for hours, hours. Could you imagine? Like <laughs> you're just on your, you're just chilling on your phone, right? And just making sure the numbers are normal. And then all of a sudden, your patient just fucking catches on fire right in front of your eyes. <laughs> exactly. He's on. He's on the internet, man. Just like perusing the internet. So. He has my monitor up. So like he, it's always there, but like he does his little thing thing, but whatever. Anyway, um, yeah. So the, this year has been God awful, God awful. I have, I had such high hopes for this year. This was going to be the year, you know, like I had so many plans yeah. and everything was going to be so right. It was going to be right. And I was like, sweet. Cause Vanessa has to take a back seat because she's all like going hard and crazy and made some babies and you know, your shit was already done. You already had died and came back to life, zombified, whatever. <laughs> so I was like, this is going to be my year. Like I'm going to get out there and have a good time. Nope. Itty titties and had outfits and looking at all the things that you were oh, going to do. I never bought anything because no, I knew you were looking at all the outfits like that you w wanted yeah. yeah, I was supposed to be out of work for six weeks and like I was supposed to have little perky titties and I wasn't supposed to have like skin melting off or like immense amount of pain or like now get stuck with some sort of chronic disorder. No, I wasn't. Mm -mm, nope. I did all my research, had a really good doctor. Things were going right. And then all of a sudden they weren't. It went left so hard. Like the left couldn't be any harder. Like it's no. the hardest left that you could have ever taken. It went, it like went right into a semi. It did. If I see a dick on that screen, I'm going to be super mad. <laughs> no, I just want water. And so I was just trying to like, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> um no like your left is I think just like you took one of my lefts that's what you did I know <laughs> it's crazy so hopefully 2023 is gonna be I'm not jinxing it I'm not gonna say shit I'm saying nothing 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 right. I'm making 
I'm making plans as I need to make plans and I'm just going to work with it or I'm not. That's just how it is. Like I missed out on Costa Rica, Japan and fucking going to Chicago. So like I am, it's whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Did you get a refund for your Japan trip or? Yeah. Yeah, I I did. And then I spent it on Costa Rica and then I got a refund for that because I didn't go to Costa Rica. I didn't know you had a trip for Costa Rica. I knew about the Japan. Okay. So the Japan I couldn't go to because the the country was so closed. So they refunded everything because the country was so closed. So then I was like, okay, well, um, let's plan for Costa Rica then. So then we made all the plans for Costa Rica, but I wasn't healing. And then things just were like not going. Yeah. So then um, Costa Rica didn't happen. It's okay. We went broke. So it's fine. We got the money back. (laughs) And then uh, I was supposed to go to Chicago. That didn't work out. (laughs) Yeah. It sounds like your year was really shitty. It was. So I didn't really, I don't really have, any like insight to anything cool grooming wise um hold on i gotta switch from something i mean super zoo was like really filled with anxiety and like i did not have a good time yeah well, it was your first time really out, out, um, after healing a little bit, uh, after healing a little bit. And then, you know, you were still having your immune compromise. And so I'm definitely a scary time. Yeah. I didn't even see what like cool gadgets were around. Or, like, cool products. I didn't get to try anything cool this year. Um, The seminars were cool. But, like, it was just, like... I don't know. No, I definitely understand. I think... I think for me, like, I've been teetering the last couple years, I would say, with my feelings about still being a groomer and just like, no, like just working in general and just kind of like feeling this funk of just grooming in general. Like I see on Instagram, like all of these beautiful grooms, you know, from our followers and from like these new influencers that are happening. And like, I want it to give me the spark to try new things And I'm just like, it's not sparking. You know what I mean? Like there's flickers. It's just not sparking. I mean, I can see, okay. See, like there's like two things about that. I do not see a problem with that at all because honestly, I do not feel like you should always be in love with your job. A job is just so you can live, you know, you have to work to live, but you shouldn't, you know, hate your job. So if you're really good at what you do and you enjoy it, you know, not branching out or not having that spark isn't a bad thing, but if you have a podcast or you're going to say like, how does that make our listeners feel? No, I'm pretty sure. 
it's not a good thing. Cause like, honestly, like, let's think about it. If you have a podcast or you were trying to be some sort of presence on the interwebs, you, there's content that needs to be made. That's and I don't feel like I'm giving them content, giving you guys content. I mean, you know, like I, I don't feel like I've given or our best. That's true though. How can we? We have no, we have, we may have original ideas and original personalities, but we are now in positions where as far as work goes, nothing's changing. It's yeah. always going, it's, it's very baseline. So then we're, we can't pull from our own experiences anymore. And, um, so then you're supposed to go to products. You're supposed to go to shows. You're supposed to do things. Well, it's hard poor. to do. Huh? Said, but then we're too poor. Yeah. You're too poor or like, you know, at one of us at one point or another is like breaking down and dying. And then also it's just difficult when you're, you know, trying to create and be creative in a field that you're, um, you know, you're a professional in, it doesn't take away from you being a professional. It just makes it shitty that we're, you know, we're in this, this other part of the business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that doesn't mean that we can't do better. It doesn't mean that we don't take suggestions and it doesn't mean that we can't, um, inspire others, you know, or, you know, that's just how it is. And it's also like we, you know, online presences and personalities, those are great. They're great, but it doesn't mean it's, it doesn't mean everyone has to be one, you know? Yeah. So what you're saying is that we're not great personalities. <laughs> I just said we have original personalities. We're just not great content creators. We right are now. not great content creators. So like, listen, when we get the juices flowing, when we get the juices flowing, it is magic, but it's it impossible to get those like juices splattered on everyone else, you know? Yeah. No. And that's why I think next year I want to try and do a different plan for the podcast, not changing our content or anything, but maybe trying to be a little bit more organized. Cause I feel like next year is the year of organization. Listen, we had our whole 2020 planned out. Yeah. It didn't happen. Now it didn't happen, but we seriously guys had like this beautiful plan. We had like everything worked out, like the content. Oh, you know what? I might have those notes still. Funny thing. I might have those notes still. So we had all 2020 planned out that didn't work out. And then uh, 2021, you know, shit happened. And then 2022, shit happened. Yeah. 2021 <laughs> uh, doing IVF and then was hospitalized. And then 2022 was just all On multiple occasions. Yeah. <laughs> multiple occasions. Yeah. And then 2022 was pregnancy and then birth. No, wait. That was 21. That was 21. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so 2020 was IVF, and then 2021 was pregnancy, and then COVID, hospital, yeah. hospital. It's been so much. 2022, I feel like, has, like, flown by for myself. 
so fast, but so slow. And like, just like the dark hole that I felt like I was in, in like the earlier part of the year, just after having kids. Cause that's just what it does to you. It puts you in this dark place um, mentally. And I, I think to me, I think everyone really gets a version of postpartum. It just depends on how bad your postpartum is. Yeah, um, for sure. I don't think I got like a very severe postpartum, but I definitely don't think I got like the lighthearted version of postpartum. And I think I got the most like postpartum anxiety and, and I had a lot of intrusive thoughts and I didn't like talk about a lot of them, but I would talk about like the ones that like really bothered me the most. Um, cause like they became like real to me and like really kind of stopped me from doing like a lot of things, but yeah. So like this year was just foggy and a little dark there for a little bit. And then just like grooming wise, I didn't think, I don't think I started working again until was like May, I think. So that's right around the time I started trying to come back. Kind of, it didn't work out. So I've only been working for like six months, seven months. Yeah. And yeah. And then I think I took more of a turn in what my mentality was of, of working. (laughs) I don't think your mentality is wrong. And I honestly think a lot of people think the way, the same way you do, but there's also a sense of peace in just having everything the same for, and, and you making money, you know what I mean? Like that, yes, it hurts to kind of fall out of passion, but that doesn't mean that you can't find passion again. And it doesn't mean that it will always be grooming, but it is kind of beautiful to be very good at what you do over and over and over again, you are a professional. Doesn't mean you have to love it. It means that you are a professional. You're good at what you do. And it provides you with your lifestyle, puts food on your table and pays your bills. And then you also set it up to where you, well, you can't really live because you have twins, but you know, in the future you set up your business to where you need it to be. So you already know what's going to happen. You know, the best and the worst of everything, you know, what moves you need to make no matter what. Nothing is new to you. And that's kind of comforting. It is. Yeah. And I think you're just like losing a piece of creativity. And I think that hurts you a little bit because, you know, if you were never like a real artist and I don't want to say real artist, I, I, I want to retract that, those words, but a lot of people like can't draw or they're not very good at painting so then this is still something like you can have a creative outlet right and it kind of makes you feel artistic you're bringing beauty in some form or another into the world yeah that's true and just yeah and because you're not creating anything new it kind of hurts a little bit because then it kind of seems like you lost that like piece of you but you really didn't it just be you became a pro at it that's all it is. And I want to say, like, 
Bob Ross wasn't always as, you know, excited about everything. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> you know, so he Very was true. excited about the clouds for only so long before he started making trees. Okay. Right. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily think I'm a pro because like to me, I, when I hear pro, I think of, you know, like, and maybe that's an issue too. Like the way that I think of achieving is something that I don't really even want to achieve myself, but I feel like to be considered that level of pro that like you have to be competitive, you have to be at like this level of, I guess, groomer famous and be popular on the interwebs. But I guess you don't have to be to be considered a pro. You could be a pro in your field and not be any of those things. Yeah, of course. I think you put the I think you put the pedestal or the pole flag just a little bit farther than where it needs to be. You just have like it's not it's not a matter of not it being realistic. It just it doesn't need to be. It's I don't know. I think you put a little too much pressure. Yeah, I just think you put a little too much pressure on yourself where it's like, okay, well, if you are that person, then go for it and do it and have a great time doing it. The, the, honestly people who are competitive groomers you're kind of made to be competitive groomers yeah i'm not that way like <laughs> i am a very competitive person but like i'm competitive in the weirdest ways like it's not like if i'm driving and like this person next to me you know i don't know i just picked the person and i'm like I'm going to get to that. Like I have imaginary races with people that don't even know I'm racing them. Does that make sense? Like, no, I have, I have literal conversations with people that I'm like, like fights. I'm very competitive in fights. I always win the fights in my household because I already pre-fight whoever <laughs> right. I'm fighting in the shower. I literally talk to myself <laughs> uh-huh. in the shower and like, I, it, it's weird. I don't know. No, I do the same thing. Like I will have full on like, I will invent arguments in my head. Yes. Future arguments that might not ever happen, but if they happen, I'm going to know what to say, when to say it, how to lead the conversation so that I could say this really cool thing. (laughs) Exactly. Like, you know what the trigger is before you punch them in the face. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. I am the same way. So you can be competitive in other things. Um, and just, and not just, you know, like other things. That's all it is. It's just, it's, some people are built for it. Like you're really competitive in softball, but you were not very built for softball. No, I was terrible at softball, but you were very competitive. Oh yeah. And get so mad playing softball. Like I was bad. Like (laughs) I had no right to be so competitive. Like I had no right to have the mindset that I was having. <laughs> I know. And it was so funny because I felt like you got mad at Harvey oh, for not, not picking up your slack. <laughs> like if he fucked it up, like on a play, it was like, you knew husband that I was going to fuck it up. You need <laughs> to do it better like 20 times. <laughs> and he wasn't that great either. He was no. 
we were we were the coaches okay like yeah we created these teams but we were horrible at softball it was fun though it was fun but it got to the point where we created such a great team we literally just like had to remove ourselves from the team Oh yeah. When you guys started like wanting to be serious and then you started pulling in more and more like better people. And then it was just like, okay, just got to walk away now. Yeah. That's Harvey pretty much just cause I was the first one to go. Cause I injured myself really bad. And I was like, you know what? I can't be injuring myself like this and like being out of work. And I think it was like right before the wedding too. And I was like, I don't need to fuck up this face for wedding. So so I stopped playing and then Harvey just kind of like slowly faded himself out of the team because <laughs> we were just so bad yeah yeah it was great what was your favorite story of the year oh story god there were so many good stories Oh, and this year was like just mm. it was on point. But the one that really pops up in my head <laughs> was the one where she I don't know if we can say her name on here. I won't say her name, but maybe you guys will recognize this story. Is where she had to she had like the insta shits in her client's house and she the toilet was broken. <laughs> That would be your thing. Why? <laughs> I think because like that's such a Vanessa thing to do. It is. It is. It's really a Vanessa thing. Like, yeah. Like that is literally something that has happened to you. Okay. Yes, it does. Okay. And you get the Insta shits too. It's just a Vanessa thing. Why no, no, are you no. looking at I don't go around breaking people's toilets. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay. okay. I do do that. Like okay. on a lot of occasions, okay. but it's not Insta shits. It's like giant shits. I'm not talking about just like the Insta shits. I'm talking about the broken toilet. Like, yes, her toilet was broken before she did it, but you just are breaking toilets. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can't shit or flush it. And it's just there. Yeah hanging out i just like carry gloves with me all the time and like extra plastic bags you should. <laughs> some turkey basters and just fill it with shit bring a let a ladle with you and just keep like a jar what are you talking about scooping out your poop from the toilet is that not what yeah, you mean? it's not it's not like mushy or anything it's like day old <laughs> bread dude i just gotta pick that shit out Oh my put god! It in a bag. Those are <laughs> any time I broke a toilet. It's it's been like that. It's a log. It's a nice log. It's what vicious. was your favorite story? Uh, the funniest one was dog tranquilizer one. <laughs> um, remind me. Uh, they were talking about how they were grooming at of that facility and they find out one of the people working there vet techs was getting high on the dog supply. Oh yeah. That was good. And no then I lie. think the, go ahead. I I think the most like irritating story was the emergency vet 
a situation where the mobile groomer was driving to and for to back and forth with this poor dog because the owner was like lying to her the whole time. Oh yeah. That one stressed me out. Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. There were just so many great stories. There's one that's kind of like popping in my head, but I can't remember a hundred percent. Um, man, I have such horrible memory. Yeah. But I just know that like, there were so many great ones. I love like hearing the stories. I don't think we have any stories. I think we do. But if you haven't heard your story this past year, it just means that we haven't read it yet. <laughs> and that's it. I think there's like one story to one or two stories. Hmm. Which ones is it? Hold on. I remember the person was giving us like an update of they were learning how to groom or something like that. Oh, yeah. That one was so just, ugh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Where was that one? Because I was reading it. I, oh, yeah. This one here. It's anonymous. Yes. She wants to stay anonymous where they would like to stay anonymous. Do you want me to read it? I was reading it. So honestly, I was reading this while I was taking a shit and it was like just so infuriating. Their situation. Okay. We'll save it for next week then. Cause well, no, we should close out this year's stories. Okay. So then this person is anonymous. Okay. So I've sent in a story, but in case you didn't remember, I'm currently a bather at a local salon daycare pet store trying to become a groomer. The place I'm working at is pushing me to my limits and making me pump out dogs like a machine. The other day I was working on an elderly Shih Tzu. He was freaking out the entire time in the tub, but I got through it. When I started to dry him, he only let me dry his back end, but not get near his upper half. Since he was freaking out so and so scared, I asked if I could put him in the kennel dryer. Since he's an old, um, since he's old and I don't want to push him, they told me no, that I needed to hand dry him completely as fast as possible and just kept pushing me. So I proceeded to do what they needed to. Um, well, all of those chain places, like you cannot kennel dry a smush face. And I just like, I have such a problem with that because some dogs just need the kennel dryer because it's so much more milder. But than... where did they say they weren't corporate though? It said that they, um, I, she didn't say that they were corporate, uh, but it's a local salon daycare pet store. So it's probably something where. They're trying to kind of reflect a lot of corporate and a lot of um, those, a lot of those dryers get a lot of flack. So a lot of people are just not using them anyway. I don't use them personally because I don't have them, but um, they have their uses. They have their purposes. I think they were just abused inappropriately. And that's why you had a lot of problems, you know? Um, 
uh, they told, basically they made her uh, complete as fast as possible and just kept pushing. So I proceeded to dry him, trying to hold him as still as possible. So he didn't hurt himself while freaking out the dog, uh, the dog, not even a minute later after I started drying, went into a very bad seizure. After he came out of it, I refused to go any further and requested they called the parents. The parents answered and told us to finish the groom and to only call when he is done. The groomer then finished the groom and everyone acted like nothing bad had just happened. I'm getting so sick of this place and I can't find any other salon to take me on. I might have to give up on it for the time being and get a different job until I find a new salon. Oh, uh, also love you guys so, 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 so much. And That's honestly, I, I don't want anybody to give up on what they like want to do in the future. Exactly. But horrible. If, you, mm -hmm, if you can't find a place that's going to be safe enough for you, you might as well just find another job that is accommodating to you learning your craft on the side. If you can find a job that can just help you fund learning your craft and when a new salon pops up or when you need to get hands-on experience, you still have more under your belt. You'll have more knowledge because there's so many classes and informational things that you can find online right now. And if you have something that can just kind of get you through until you can figure out a salon, because <clears throat> honestly, I don't think anybody just fresh out should uh, open up a salon because it's still a lot of work. This right here, this story right here is the reason why we have a groomer shortage. Yeah. Because it's, well, I wouldn't say like this is the only reason, but yeah, it's, it's true. Like a reason. Like it oh, is yeah. a huge reason why. Because people say they're gonna help train and then they don't, or they half-ass train, or we don't have accessible schooling. And so it's hard to learn on your own when you don't have the dogs. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, and this is, I like, I have this like fear that our industry is going to just kind of go extinct. Well, I mean, think about other industries that are going extinct right now and are having a hard time. What are their industries? Plumbing, plumbing. Nobody can get plumbing uh, plumbers in. So they're all, they're all old. Plumbing hasn't changed much. It hasn't been as like it, there's nothing really different from what it was. It doesn't get that much in like as far as innovation goes. It's not, hasn't been that exciting. So, <laughs> and it's still a good job, but it's still a blue collar job, right? So, like a lot of plumbers are getting too old to do it because it takes a toll on your body, and there's not enough people to replace the plumbers that are going to retire in the next couple years. Because the most pump plumbers and pipe fitters are union. So they get a retirement. They're going to be sitting nice and fat, rehabbing their broken knees. We <laughs> won't have that. So what's the point of going into grooming if you will not have any security busting your ass? Yep. Afterwards. Exactly. exactly. Like you have to have like such a true passion. There needs to be a national, there needs to be a national pet professionals union union just like they have for steel workers and plumbers and other what's that big one what's that big union you know what i'm talking about the railroad union there's that one but that one's scary i would never go into that but no it's the other one oh. 
crap. I can't think of it. I don't know. Anyway, there should be a national union for pet professionals. So that way the blue collar of the pet professionals are a little bit more protected and it's uh, it's just a little bit more regulated of a job and it doesn't let our job isn't going to go extinct elsewhere, but it will here because nobody's going to want to do it. Yeah. Ugh. Well, I'm sorry that you were going through that. That's really shitty. And I hope maybe 2023 will bring you new, I don't know, something new. A new or you can just years. fight, just fight your owners, just fight the store, <laughs> just like fight them, <laughs> just fight them the whole way. Be loud and obnoxious about everything. If you're not ready to leave, just be really loud and obnoxious. Nobody make likes change. those people. Yeah. Hmm? Try and make change, I guess. Yeah. Be like, oh, I guess you just want me to kill this dog. Right. You know, and then they're going to shut you up. And how are they going to shut you up? They're going to do what you want. Mm-hmm. Well, or they're going to fire you. But like, if you're on your way out, you might as well just be annoying. Right. <laughs> it's kind of how I was at the other salon that we used to work at. But so fun thing. I probably should have done this at the top, but if you're still listening, fun thing. Um, I did a thing and we have a new merch site. I'm going to be trying to bring a couple pieces a month to our store. Um, so feel free to check that out. We have a really They're ridiculous. I know. <laughs> I know. There's a throw blanket with just our faces on it. It's fucking that's, great. That's going to be my brother's gift <laughs> for his baby shower. <laughs> so that way his, he knows all his TTs. Right. <laughs> um, there's a really cool tumbler on there. Um, we have like just traditional t-shirts also. And I think there was, oh, and there's some stick. There is a sticker. I shouldn't say some stickers. There is a sticker. Um, yeah. So if you want to help us out by going to our merch store and kind of just checking it out and, oh, and a hoodie, there's a hoodie. So if you want a, a logo hoodie, it just has our logo on it. Um, you know, it'll help us out. We do want to bring more things. Um, I, one of our goals is to bring a YouTube channel to our world, but we just need a little help trying to get a camera. <laughs> um, yeah. So, it's all about accessibility and flexibility. And yeah, you know, we, we really pay for this podcast with our own money and it gets a little hard sometimes, but so if you can help us out with some merch, um, there's also donations. Um, yeah, we love you guys. I hope you guys have. Oh, wait, we'll see you. We'll talk to you after. No, before Christmas, right? Well, they won't get us before Christmas, so we can say happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Thank happy you New Year. Happy New Year, all of the things. I don't know what our recording schedule is. We just go by week by week these days. We are wishing you to have like the easiest, most lucrative holiday season ever. I'm putting that into the universe for everyone. 
Yes. Thank you guys for listening and giving us another year of everything. So um, we'll, we'll chat when we chat. I know. Yeah. All right. Great. Um, we are out till next time. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at shit on the table. You can find our merch and our website at shitonthetable.com. You can listen to our podcast there. Also, you can share us with your friends and send them to Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Podcast, and our website. Um, I hope you guys have a good one. Good night.